0: Coming up on 4Against, holiday decor, men's nightgowns, personality tests, and white elephant gift exchanges. Just old friends on the podcast, we build
1: a defense on ridiculous topics, are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense, so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot, issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars, you listening now to 4Against, so turn the volume up, this is 4Against.
0: Hello and welcome to Four Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. As always, I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Patrick Lothian, Michael Winan, and filling in for Robbie Silver, Flavia Winant. Hello to you all. Hello. Hi, Flavia. Hi. Welcome to the <laughs> show. <laughs> Robbie is off preparing for his move to Texas. So, Flavia. Uh, Texan herself has graciously offered to step in. Thanks so much, Flavia. Let's hear what's going on in your life lately before I guess we have to hear from these other two individuals and me. What's going on?
2: I am Flavia. I am Mike's (laughs) wife. (laughs) Sorry, we have the same last name. My update is that on this lovely Wednesday evening, instead of binging episodes of Love Island UK, we're against Love, Violent, Decade. Just kidding, that's not my topic. Uh, <laughs> and trying to keep Roscoe quiet, uh, I am recording a podcast. Woo. Is-
1: all right. We're very, very- mad me- at yeah. you. <laughs> yes. Okay, it's a thing you're doing in the present. Well, <laughs> it's a change
2: to my <laughs> week, you know? Yeah, all right. Change to my regular routine. Yeah.
0: All right, well, we are very glad to have you. Uh, Michael, what is going on in your life today?
1: Uh, nothing in particular, nobody recording, no, Uh, recording a podcast with Flavia, and uh, oh, we bought a um, toaster oven, which uh, was our black Friday purchase. The, the toaster, it's oven just a toaster oven is the workhorse of the modern American kitchen, and uh, a good one, it makes the difference. I don't know if you guys uh, feel... Does fun. it? What do are some of its features?
0: features? Yeah, like, does it do things other than toast?
1: It bakes. Yes. It air fries, it toasts. You buried the lead, (laughs)
2: it's a combo air fryer, toaster oven. Although we haven't used the air fryer function yet. Oh, I guess is it not
0: Go ahead, ahead, Patrick. Patrick.
3: I was (laughs) just gonna ask if it's the one I've seen commercials for where you could put like your meat in it and you tell it what it is and how well done you want it and it cooks it for you. Now I want that,
1: no. No, This is just the thing that that was like half off at Target for Black Friday. Well, congratulations. (laughs) It
2: has a brownness level. It has a brownness
1: brownness indicator. Not a meat
0: indicator. Well, that's very exciting. I can't wait to hear next week about all of the things that you have made warm and potentially (laughs) crispy. Patrick, what's going on in your life?
3: Um, well, we also had a Black Friday purchase. Um, we got our water tested uh, not n- uh, about a year ago, maybe a little less, and um, found out that it was uh, – well, Home Depot was doing, like, free water tests. You could send in your water, and then we got like, – but, but for stuff. what? <laughs> like, for what for are what? they?
0: <laughs> like, yes, this is pretty I wet. About,
3: I was literally about <laughs> to say. <laughs> um, To see like how high the chlorine content is, how hard it is, all that stuff. And ours was harder than normal. So they said if we wanted to, we could have somebody come out. So we had somebody come out and it was like a scene like like when you were a kid and there's science, like in science class, they used to run all the experiments or whatever. So we had different water going into the different things to show you how much your water sucks and (laughs) how much a filter can help. And not only do I get kidney stones, which I think I might have one right now, but both of our dogs are on special food because they've had like the dog version of kidney kidney stones. So we realized that for health reasons that we should probably get a water filter. Um, Luckily we waited and then did some research because originally the guy offered like it for like $5,500, which is insane. Um, But it turns out, that um, there's some place you get water filters from where you can't see how much they cost on the website, which doesn't make sense because you're getting the same part as everybody else. And it turns out that they come to your house and they try to get you to estimate how much money you spend on soap a year and then show how you'd be saving money because you use less soap. And then they just randomly pick a number. So we got one for significantly less than that, <laughs> especially since it was Black Friday. And the first part showed up and it's just the, um, the water softening part and it's like four and a half feet tall. And it looks like two oxygen tanks that you like go snorkeling, like stuck together, but like bigger. And it kind of shows you like those filters that you have in like a Brita or like stick to the end of you. Yeah. It's like, those clearly aren't doing anything if this is, only part of our filter i mean it to be fair it, it filters the whole house so it obviously has to be bigger but um it's it's very big and heavy so my next update will be how terribly it went installing this thing
1: <laughs> while going undergoing a kidney stone yeah, I mean, yeah that- so good. i all i also have
0: a water filtration related update um and Ooh. mine's uh, similar to Patrick, uh, we also have a dog who has water sensitivities, which apparently is a thing. I thought we had the only dog in the world that like reacted. <laughs> it's like, it's a dog. Like it should be able to drink puddle water be so and be good,
1: fine. That's should good, good like Michigan water. That's some well, good stuff. Well,
0: it Northbrook water um, where I live now um, is different than Glenview municipality uh, water and they do something different and our dog was having bladder related issues urinary related issues and so we um, started using the filtered water through the refrigerator that we then put into the Brita to, to it give twice. to go through that like the twice you know Filtered water. Um, that's like mostly just for the dog, um, but, <laughs> but my wife Michelle she also uses it. And um, last night she's like, ah, "I think our Brita needs to be changed." I was like, "I feel like we just did that a couple months ago." Um, and she was, she told me to look up the order history on Amazon, so we had like a you know general sense of when we last ordered a filter. And the filters last for six months; they're the long-lasting Britas. And uh, she was off by one day. Wow! <laughs> she she could oh, just wow. sense <laughs> that <laughs> like it was time to change. You ever and, weighed, and, like, I drink.
1: Have you ever weighed I, one like, of those I, things? Like before I, and after, it's disgusting. Like what's because in there? what's in there now? It's so so much heavier. Six months. Well, out. it's because the
0: activated charcoal is wet.
2: <laughs> I don't know mm, chemistry. Yeah. Yes. All right.
0: Well, those are our updates. <laughs> if anybody has any other water related questions, just send them to us at for against bot, and we will pretend like we know what the hell we're talking about. It's now time to play for or against, where one of us will present a topic. We will analyze that topic, discuss that topic, nearly always argue about that topic, and then decide if we are for or against that topic. Patrick, you will be leading things off this evening. What do you have for us tonight?
3: So my topic is kind of decorations for Christmas time or holiday time. Um, But more specifically, like the easier version of it. So like some people will go up on the roof and like attach lights, like going down the gutter and put like light nets over their bushes and stuff. And other people will put inflatables out in their yard and then push a button or they'll put these new laser lights out in the yard So, you stick it in the yard, you aim it at your house, and then it just puts little speckles of light or snowflakes or snowmen or Santa or reindeer or sleighs or other things.
0: Yeah, we get it. Um, (laughs) Holiday imagery. (laughs)
3: Uh, So, my question is how do you feel about the easier side of Christmas decorations? Are you for? or against. The only person I see right now is Michael McFadden, so I'm going to start with you.
0: All right, so uh, at risk of upsetting some of my neighbors, (laughs) I am (laughs) almost uniformly against the inflatables. Um, Now, I'm not against all inflatable uh, decor. I've seen some snowmen that are like 30 feet tall and inflatable, and it's like an impressive sight to see. I put that into a different category um i think patrick you're referring to the inflatables you get like a target and it, you just sort of plug it in and then it's sort of a, a dopey looking soft nylon fabric that is santa olaf. or a tree or olaf or whatever yeah olaf with an umlaut so it's technically <laughs> not the same um I, yeah i'm against it. i i haven't seen them executed well. I think like by themselves if you just plug in the inflatable you're not, I don't know, it it doesn't really work. I'm especially against when it's like inflatable manger scene like inflatable nativity next (laughs) to next to inflatable like santa when you're starting to mix themes and traditions and then like then there's like randomly an inflatable chicago bears football player <laughs> like that <laughs> doesn't make any it doesn't fit at all um but i don't know if they like go on sale and then somebody's like i can't pass this up so you know better add it to the repertoire <laughs> um I'm against those the the laser light things i think i only first saw those three years ago maybe and at first i was like that's kind of interesting but then you look at it for more than half of a second. You're like, the laser light doesn't ever fit the shape of the house. So it's just like this segment that's like <laughs> half of a window, part of the front door. It's, it's hitting a bush and like your siding. Um, and then it's also like always skewed. So like the spacing is non uniform because it's on a funky angle. I don't think those ever really add value. It looks like you tried, but were too lazy. I would rather you have nothing than that laser light show, um, at least like the one that's just like the speckled dots. I guess maybe if you had some sort of animated thing or like if it was like a single reindeer that was like, you know, traversing. Batman signal. Or Batman signal on that. But so I think (laughs) think I'm mostly against the the easy uh, holiday decorations. How about you, Flavia? What do you think?
2: I am all for them. So this is gonna be our first, well, not our second Christmas in this house, but our, our first Christmas that we're actually going to be spending in this house. And when it comes to doing stuff to our house, Mike and I are not exactly the most um, motivated. So <laughs> is this less work than putting up lights? And is it significantly more expensive? Because then, yeah, we will probably do that. Um <laughs> I do think that bigger is better. So when it comes to the inflatables, um, so yeah, try, try to get them as, as big as, as your house. Uh, I am all for that. Um, I'm
0: I'm for that. I'm for what you're talking about. If it was as big as your house and impressive, but I think what we're talking about is like the ones that you buy at Walgreens next to, like a, a pool noodle that just happens to be there from the season before. So, mm-hmm. are you still for just like the super generic, flimsy nylon uh, in- inflatable, not as yes. big as your house? <laughs> still for? <laughs> How's it easy?
2: But yeah. So maybe if you get the small dingy ones, maybe get more of them. So you know, <laughs> quality over quality. I support any kind of decorations. Um, I, again, I know how hard it is to do any kind of home renovations, home decorations, putting things up on your house. Um, yeah, whatever shortcuts you can take, go for it. Get in the Christmas spirit. I don't think you know, the quality of the decorations is, is going to keep people from getting into the Christmas spirit. Uh, so I am all for them. Um, that I like said, it. Speaking of giant uh, decorations, I have a coworker who, for Halloween, bought one of those giant skeletons that they had at Home Depot, mm. and he spent. Oh yeah, those things together. are huge. Yes, and it's as big as his house. Um, so because he worked so hard on this, for Christmas, he's just going to put a Christmas a Santa hat on it, um, and, a <laughs> and a sign that's going to read "Speed Up 2020." So I am all for recycling <laughs>
0: decorations. I'm for that. That's that's yeah. I can get on board with. I
2: think there's
3: ways to make it fun. <laughs> so is a fight about to start in the wine and household? Yeah, what a house divided.
1: Like, uh, not, <laughs> not on this one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I um I don't like the inflatables. I think they're kind of dumb. I'm not gonna have an inflatable ELOF from the major motion picture freezed uh, <laughs> at, uh, at our house. I think that's, uh, they're pretty dumb. But I really like the idea of the ones that are um, like project upon your house. I just have so many memories as a child, like the first week of December, and my father having to make me go to the crawl space and pull out all of the, the lights and then untangle the lights and then plug the lights in and then find which ones are missing and replace them. And like they're all in these old Dominic's bags and like <laughs> having to like rip out all the Dominic's bags and find the nuts. <laughs> and it's 22 degrees. I think that's why I now just realized why I moved away from Chicago. So <laughs> after and why
2: you don't love Christmas. <laughs> <And>
1: i also <laughs> not a huge Christmas person. Um, maybe one of the reasons. Um, so if I don't, have to do that that's fine plus this is 2020 guys we're all just trying our best um this is not a thing to get mad about um yeah we can celebrate this and let's just move to the next year as quickly as possible
0: but can, can i just recommend like if you want easy how about a tasteful wreath door swag or garland why do we have to go with the chintzy uh poorly aimed laser lights why i mean i don't know why? one
1: but again, well, I I'm you said that you were for i have given people the benefit of the doubt. People like what they like. Uh, it's easy. I get it. I understand their impulse, and I, but by the grace of it. God, goes I. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. So, All right. Well, Pat, I'm
2: you're for the lasers, but against the inflatables.
1: Correct.
0: Correct. All right, Patrick, where do you stand?
3: So, I'm a, I'm against mo- most inflatables. Um, ironically, the neighbors across the street from us have three inflatables that like i actually like like they're it's a snowman a santa and an elf maybe i don't even remember right now i was hoping you were gonna um, say baby <laughs> jesus <laughs> <laughs> a full road, uh, so. but they're like perfectly round like they're they're the right proportion they're pretty tall they're not like giant but, like, they look nice, and then they have other decorations around them. So I actually am I'm I'm okay with those. The thing that I, I always don't get about the inflatables is that they're constantly being blown up. Like, we have the technology of balloons. So why can't they just be, like, blown up and then just hold the air Cause every, most people carbon are like
1: footprint, extra, man, that yeah. footprint's got to
0: be right. See, no, see, this is where I need to jump in because this is why these are so bad because the electric bill just skyrockets cause they have to be on. So a lot of people just turn yeah. them off. So you have these deflated, sad yeah. looking <laughs> piles of laundry in your yard, <laughs> like all day until nightfall when you turn them on at just the right moment. Uh, but like, I mean, they couldn't hold air. Um, they if, if the technology's you get one little puncture if you get one little puncture you're over so like you kind of have to have that that fan going the whole time patrick i i disagree i think
3: that you they'd make more money if they if you got a puncture you got to get a new one
0: find out lessons
1: <laughs>
3: yeah and like i feel like it could like blow for 5 minutes an
1: hour or something like that like if it needs to keep it inflated i think so you a like perfect idea, like a mylar but also, you got to think of air temperatures. This is outdoor. Who knows? Again, we're yeah, going back to scientific the topics, <laughs> that were, which we.
3: Don't. Uh, what about
0: the laser um, lights, Pat?
3: Yeah, when it comes to the laser lights, they like anger me <laughs>
0: because <laughs> okay, good.
3: They don't look good. Like if it was like Disney quality, where it was, it was like snowflakes falling on a house, or there's like animated things going around that look like they're on the house. Like that would be cool. But I feel like anyone who has ever put one of these up is like, oh, that looks really easy to do. And then they put it in the yard and they face it at the house. and They go, oh, well, that doesn't look good, but whatever. And then (laughs) like, nobody's like, this is right. This is what I'm going with. I like this. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they always just, you're right. They're always like not fully pointed at the full house. And then you'll see like spill over onto the tree and like the neighbor's house. And it just, it doesn't like, it doesn't look like lights on a house. It looks like you're shining a flashlight full of holes at a house. Yeah, It's clearly
0: it's, it's supposed to be, Christmas lights. It's supposed to be like the better alternative to Christmas lights, but it looks nothing like it. It totally misses the mark. The ones that are like light sources that use shadows to show like a snowflake or a reindeer, those are better. I, I'm still not for them, but they're better than the, the green and red, like poor, like half-assed light show.
3: Yeah. I think they're actually better for Halloween. Cause I've seen some that are like ghosts, like going up the wall. And it's like, at least that looks a little better, but that it's not really necessary for Halloween. So against.
0: So we're kind of split on this one. Uh, That brings us to our next topic, uh, which is going to be my topic. And I've shared a link with all of you and it is to, um, a men's nightgown. So for our listeners, I want you to envision like Ebenezer Scrooge, but sort of for the 21st century. So it's, it's a little bit more sleeker, a little bit more form fitting a nice, uh, V-neck the models in, uh, this, uh, in these ads on (laughs) these are eBay. I don't know why I only found them on eBay. Um, but, uh, you know, like they they're a, handsome they gentlemen. Uh, they're they're not like the men in the mode of transportation lightning round that we had a couple of weeks ago. They're you know they look like you know normal male models. Um, I want to focus on the garment of clothing that is the uh, nightgown. Now I. I wrote men's nightgowns, but I guess I could open this up. Actually, no, I want to stay on men's nightgowns. So, Flavia, I would like to know, starting with you, how would you feel if this evening you went up to bed and Mike, you know, came out of the bathroom and he was just wearing an Ebenezer Scrooge-style nightgown and just, like, got in price. bed? Are, are you staying in bed with him? Are you still married tomorrow? <laughs> what, or do you like it? Are you into this? What, what do you think about the men's nightgown?
2: I am for the men's nightgown. I would not be surprised if Mike walked out of the bathroom wearing a men's nightgown. Uh, it gets very hot here in Texas. And every summer, Mike gets very jealous of the smocks that I wear, where these very loose linen dresses. He's always very jealous of them. Uh, so this is very similar. Comfortable fit, loose style, it says here, breathable and comfortable. I want Mike to be comfortable. Uh, so I am all for it. I don't think there's necessarily anything gendered about these or something that needs to be gendered. I think, well, when we picture in our mind, the Ebenezer Scrooge, it's this like Victorian era look, but I don't, I don't think it's been, you know, that recent that men stopped wearing nightgowns, right? I mean, that if I had to say, I don't know, the.
0: I don't personally know anybody other than Ebenezer Scrooge (laughs) that wears a nightgown. Um, And maybe Eugene Levy in Shit's Creek in one episode (laughs) or two. uh,
2: Maybe. I just think anything we think of as super gendered, like high heels and uh, skirts and nightgowns is only recently become super gendered. Um, So I think men should get to be comfortable and, and wear loose gowns. Um, so, I am for the Ebenezer
0: Scrooge look. All right, Michael, your spouse is giving you the green light. Is this on <laughs> your Amazon wish list in the near future? Are you uh, for or I, against?
1: I suppose I'd be willing to give it a try. But uh, me, I, I like to wear as little as possible. I'm not a, a, a nude person in the bed, but I, I just wear my boxers. But I do have fond memories of a child. Like every kid. That I knew grew up when we were doing sleepovers and stuff, and everyone would have a sleep shirt, and just be a, one of your dad's old shirts. It'd be a giant shirt, and that this reminds me of that, and it was a very comforting memory. So, uh, I actually have some sleep shirts from when I was a kid that have now become. Uh, Shirt, shirts, shirts. <laughs> as I've run into them, and now as I've continued to grow, actually sh- shirts that are too small.
2: So we've, gone,
1: <laughs> so we've gone kind of full circle with these. Um, I was just—I did some uh, light googling, and uh, you know, you're not alone in this. I'm like um, uh, Nordstrom is selling one of these for seventy dollars, called the Men's Majestic Cotton Nightshirt, which looks exactly like Ebenezer Scrooge. You can buy some silk ones from a company called Lily Silk for $185. So you might be yep. getting up on the ground floor of this. Uh, I think my wife Flavia is absolutely right that there's no reason that just because you're a man, you can't have one of these, particularly in your own damn home. If you're going to sleep in your own bed, do what what's comfortable for you. I am for this. Although again, I probably will not partake in it because I need, I, need the, I need the yeah. freedom of movement uh, All right. in the
0: bed. Okay. Well, thank you, Michael. Now, Patrick, in a previous episode, you shared with us that you typically will sleep like with no blankets or covers on or you. You're, <laughs> you sleep, yes, you sleep in uh, dockers. No. Um, <laughs> you, so, could you envision wearing a Nikon Would you like having something covering you? This would cover, you know, more of you. It would be like having a blanket, but it would be a blanket that you wear everywhere and has a, you know, V-neck.
3: Um, well, before I give my opinion, I'd like to applaud Wynan for slipping this topic to Mike to get his wife on board for when he brings <laughs> one of these home. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> um yeah uh, it's a big no for me um it's not like that i think it looks like feminine i just think it looks bad
0: um (laughs) it
3: looks like they bought the wrong size and like gender neutral bad (laughs) (laughs) and it did make me think of like a kid wearing like a big shirt but it's a full-grown man wearing a big shirt and i don't know what this is for because, this shirt. yeah, if if you are concerned about heat, um, like this is adding more material than if you were just in a shirt. So unless you're like free balling in this really tall shirt, well, I don't get
2: yeah what Duh. you're.
3: Well, if that's what you're doing, then I guess you need one of these. <laughs> <laughs> just wearing a. Like a shirt to your belly button and, and then
1: free balling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're on record. It's a, you're on record last week. It's a free tower. So, I mean, yeah, that's true. it to try it. Maybe, maybe you're just one step over the line. See, Pat, I, I feel like you're just
0: afraid that if you were to order it because you're so tall, this would just fit like a normal shirt. And then you'd just be like mad yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. All right. Anything else you want to add, Patrick? Uh nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I don't know if I have been swayed in either direction. Uh, I I think I would be willing to give it a try. They're not terribly expensive. They're only like twenty something dollars. I could this see how this knockoff
1: one is. There's plenty more than well, are. yes. I mean, you a reasonable. Cost. You definitely could. $5.
0: You definitely could spend a lot of money, but you you don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, Mike, I didn't. I sort of forgot about the sleep shirt. Um but uh, I could, I could see enjoying that perhaps. And, and maybe, you know, I've got a 19 month old now. uh, So maybe we'll get matching sleep shirts and, (laughs) uh, but, but I'm not going to post it to Instagram. This will just be something for us and my spouse so that she can laugh at us because I'm certain we will look ridiculous. I'm going to (laughs) go for the men's nightgown. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. (laughs) or against is brought to you by bye bye liver the party card game based on the long-running hit play of the same name bye bye liver the card game is a mix of classic card games like would you rather never have i ever and most likely Too, as well as some new games straight from the bye bye liver writers room both the original game and the expansion pack the deck too far are available at byebyeliver.com. use promo code foa at checkout to save 20 percent on your purchase as part of the sponsorship we've been asked to play one round of would you rather this week patrick will present our scenario patrick take it away
3: Would you rather move every six months or help one of your friends move every month? Mm -hmm. Keeping in mind, you moving means you have to pack up. You got to find a place and all that. But then it's the same friend that you have to move every single month. I'm going to go the order of my screen. So it's going to be Flavia Wynan McFadden.
2: I'm going to choose to help the friend only because in helping a friend, I don't have to do a great job (laughs) (laughs) Helping myself. I have to complete the task every time.
1: (laughs) I like that.
3: Uh, Yeah.
1: I'm going with, with helping the friend. I feel like I could just, after like six or seven months, you're going to have a real good routine going and you're going to have like a real method to it and uh, it'll be a good workout. Uh, You should probably talk to your friend about whatever activities they're doing that's forcing (laughs) them to move every (laughs) month. But uh, I I would choose that than to have to uproot my own life every six. Uh,
0: Okay, at at first I was thinking I would rather move myself every six months and I would get really good at it and become like a minimalist and have everything in a bag. It's like when I have to move, I basically just have to grab my bag. Um, But then I realized... (laughs) I've got a spouse and a child and that's just not going to work, you know, as a family. I don't think I can get, uh, can't do three bags. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's going to work. Um, and th- then I was thinking um, that if this, if I had a friend that forced me to help them move every month, that friend must be such a good friend because I would never do that for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so if i was willing to do it for them that means that they must really be bringing you know the, the friendship uh on strong so i guess i would go with that one patrick what about
1: you and then you can move every six months and anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Loophole.
3: um i am convinced you guys convinced me the once <laughs> a month and i so anytime that i get like mover helpers they like always love their job and I don't get it. Cause like moving is one of the worst things ever, but I wonder if you like do it all the time that you're used to. Cause part of the thing that sucks is like you get sore. Things are awkward and heavy, but if you're doing it every day, like maybe you just get used to that and that's a norm for your body. So if you just treat this like once a
0: month, I get this big workout, maybe you'd get used to it. So yeah, I'm going to go once a month. Professional movers do know the tricks of the trade. They, they bring like a toe strap and then they can carry like 17 boxes at once down the stairs by themselves. And it's very impressive. So yeah. maybe you'd get good at it. And they, then you'd be good at doing knees. it every <laughs> time. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, You're bye welcome. <laughs> <liver>. <laughs> and Patrick, <laughs> for sponsoring our show, use uh, promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase at buybyliver.com. And we're back. Flavia, it is now time for you to share your topic with us this evening.
2: My topic is online personality quizzes. Uh, So these range from the very popular one that I shared with you guys uh, called 16 personalities, which is a variation of the famous Myers-Briggs personality test to uh, myriad Buzzfeed quizzes, uh, including about which office character you are. Um, I'm a Pam. And Mike is a gym. So I feel like that one's rigged. Um, No. uh, There's a bunch of these. Uh, Even 538 has one that claims to not be like all the other personality tests uh, because personality is a bell curve. Um, But are they really all the same? Do you like them? Do they really serve any purpose other than another mode of procrastination on the internet? or can you truly, like the 16 personalities quiz claims, explore your personality traits and learn how to leverage them in order to grow as a person?
1: So, who would you like to I speak?
2: would like to start with um, the person uh, whom I often trick into taking these quizzes with <laughs> um, me. Me, <my> Patrick. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: so I am married to somebody who has taken a lot of these quizzes <laughs> and as a result i have taken a lot of these quizzes um and uh i i understand the escapism of it like i, I was i was surprised at first a few years ago when it became very very popular on buzzfeed and like which you know character of this are you and you know which breakfast food are you uh it gets a very specific but um it's a fun little game but Uh, To me, I think it's very, very similar to a, um, when it gets down to it, like astrology and astral science and people get very into it. And I think a lot of these personality types, uh, you know, are very broad in what they'll say about you uh, that can apply to a lot of people. And so people will take it, read it and be like, that's me. Um, the one, the 16 personality quiz that you provided that's very, very popular. You had me take it six months ago and then you had me take it again today. And I did get the exact same result. Is
2: that which, a sign?
1: Which, which you know, maybe there's some, some value there where they can uh, determine, um, you know, based on, you know, those questions, what kind of person you are. But I still am not convinced that there's anything... That I can do with that information.
0: Well, um, I'm like I have to. I have to ask. Did you agree with the results from the 16? Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I thought they were personality generally traits. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, and it does have some great. Uh, the 16 personality quizzes has some great graphic design and little, oh, yeah. little guys in it. <laughs> I can tell you about other famous people who are also of that personality type. The personality type that I am is only like eight percent of people. Um, So it makes you feel kind of special. Um,
2: Who's your celebrity?
1: J.R.R. Tolkien is, I am a a INFPT or the mediator. Um, But again, I don't know what that, like, if I was managing people, maybe that would be good. But like, also if I was managing people, I would probably just ask them, like, how do you like to work with with your work schedule like? Uh, I don't know if a personnel. I've had bosses in the past who are like very into these and like use them to their. But I don't. I never really saw any much value in them. So I'm against these quizzes, Ooh, but whoa. I will continue to take them. <laughs> <laughs> but only oh. for only for entertainment value only. All right, Flavia, who would you like
0: to go next?
2: All right, let's go with uh, Patrick.
3: Okay, I. Strap it. <laughs> <laughs> I like these the same amount of as the effort put in to create them. So if there's actually effort put in and there's like meaning behind it, or it's, it's fun in a real way, then I'm four. So even like the, which office character are you like, that's fun. Um, which there's, honestly, there's like some, something behind it where they're trying to f- put you in a, a box, but I've done some that are like, uh, fill out this questionnaire and we can guess which year you were born. <laughs> and it's just like, it's never right. And, or it gives you stuff that's like so far off the mark for whatever it's trying to do. Cause it's just completely random. And they're just making shit up to try to get you to click buttons. Those aren't personality um, tests though. Well, but it's the same carnival
0: tricks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's the same kind of general. Maybe as a bad example, Um, but like I know there's the one that's like the love language, and that one seems like very helpful to people. Like actually helpful. Um, So I would say overall, for either usefulness or fun, I'm for these. But I'm against all the ones that people are just trying to get you to click on their website which probably is a majority of them because they're probably hard to make real good ones. <laughs> so I'm probably against most, but I'm going to be four. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and did you take the office one? And which office character are you?
3: Oh, I did not, but I can take it right now while McFadden's talking.
0: <sighs> All right. Yeah, make sure you report back. All right. So um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but a, a former employee of the company wonderlick i had a two-week internship in college i did not know this i did and uh it was in data entry and uh, wonderlick is probably most famously known for um their intelligence test that is used during the nfl football combine but they also um really like their bread and butter is personality assessment um for employment um for for hiring purposes. And so I know a little bit about this and I've taken the Myers-Briggs. I teach an entrepreneurship class in my school and we use uh, the bossy DNA test to show you your entrepreneurial predisposition. So I think that these are useful useful tools. Um, I think especially when you're a young person, the Myers-Briggs especially um, can be helpful in understanding Sort of the, the difference between like introversion and extroversion, because uh, I it, think like sometimes people feel bad if they're an introvert, and then they realize that it, it, it's not a negative thing. It's just like. You know, you, you feel sapped of energy when you're in large social gatherings and you feel energized by, um, you know, being in, in smaller gatherings where you get to be, you know, in in your own head. And that's just sort of how you're wired and it's neither good nor bad. It just is. So I think that that can be really useful, especially if you're a young person that is self-conscious about being in, you know, social settings. Um, I think an over-reliance on these um, can can be a flaw and I would be uh, upset to be in a, situation where my superior like used these uh, with like you know disregards to what's going on in reality Uh, so as long as you understand that it's just one tool in the toolkit I am for them however I'd like to shift gears from the science-based ones and go towards the office buzzfeed one Um, Flavia asked me to take this test before we started recording and uh, apparently I am a Stanley Hudson. I'm Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're a Stanley Hudson too, Patrick? Yeah, maybe somehow. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> so right. uh, the fact that Pat and I got the same results is, is concern number one for me. Concern number <laughs> two, really. my second concern is that it says, I'm gonna read the results, your personality matches Stanley, exclamation point. You tend to be more serious and hardworking. Okay, Stanley in the office, he's a very <laughs> serious individual. He is not hardworking. He's constantly doing crossword puzzles. He doesn't want to be bothered. That's like part of his character in the office. Um, but you definitely have a fun side, it says. I can only remember one episode where Stanley was fun at all. and that Go to was
1: Tallahassee. He's the big. pretzel day. Oh, pretzel day too.
0: Pretzel day. Okay, so, right. so maybe he has so a fun side.
2: Stanleys.
0: <laughs> but that's not – like that's not – one of his defining characteristics and it also says like stanley you don't open up to people very easily okay that's a characteristic of stanley and maybe that is characteristic of me a little bit um but once you find someone you truly love to be around they're yours forever in the show stanley hudson has an affair with another woman so (laughs) the authors of this quiz they don't know the the characters from the office (laughs) So this specific BuzzFeed, uh quiz I am against. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> do you have anything to add now that you've taken this test?
3: But does he have a mustache?
0: He does. <laughs> he does have a mustache. Um, all right, Flavia, that brings us back to you. What do you think about these types of uh, personality tests?
2: Yeah, so I took the 16 personalities one for a work happy hour, um, but that was mostly just to see how many of us would get the Same result in which celebrities we were. um, So it was just a fun conversation topic. I've also taken a version of a Myers Briggs uh, in an actual professional setting for a seminar. And I, I, I'm not sure what that was supposed to achieve. It certainly didn't influence my working style. Uh, I think it only made everyone judge each other. <laughs> At what point we were supposed to get into groups based on our personality types. And I think the ones who were free spirits <laughs> were in one camp and then the ones, you know, who liked to lead were in another. Um, I, yeah, so just that it ended up just being warring factions of personality types, I think. Uh, so I, I I don't think people should be overly reliant on them in a professional setting. Um, that being said, as Mike mentioned, I think they're very fun. I think there's no harm in the escapism that they offer. Um, the 16 personalities, one specifically, I think uh, is so popular because it's based in some actual uh, you know, scientific psychological research, I'm oversimplified here, but um, it also kind of, when you see the results, it does offer maybe just the illusion of uh, you know, self, self-help illusion of, of some kind of control over your behavior. Um, I've read my strengths and weaknesses. I don't know that <laughs> I'm necessarily going to focus on the weakness. I don't even, I actually don't remember the weaknesses. <laughs> um, never that's mind. a personality trait.
3: Was it you like a guy with a very long crazy. shirt? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so, while I think they can offer some insight into who we are. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make any actual life changes because of them. Um, they're just uh, you know mostly escapist fun and and there's nothing wrong with that so I am all for them and I will continue to make Mike take them so we can figure out our romantic connection
0: (laughs) (laughs) very good thank you very much Flavia all right that brings us uh, to Michael Michael what is our final topic
1: for the evening my final topic like Patrick's is a holiday themed one I think we'll get a few of these over the next few weeks as the holidays so. approach, specifically Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, as as well, uh, Kwanzaa, and more, all coming fast and furious and pretty quickly here in it. And uh, um, I have uh, uh, a topic here that uh, I'm going to spill how I feel about it. It's uh, it's white elephant. Call it white elephant. Call it Yankee swap. Call it dirty Santa. I'll call it awful. Uh, this is a game uh quote-unquote game that uh, people play i've played it with everyone in this uh call and everyone in this room uh we'll get to that in a moment uh but for anyone who's never played yankee swap or or white elephant essentially um everyone comes to a party with a single gift uh the concept uh, of the white elephant a gift that no one particularly wants Uh, wrapped, uh, and then they are chosen uh, and in order, and then can be stolen. So they go around, everyone gets a gift, and then you can go around once and steal those gifts from people. Uh, Is this really what the Christmas season is all about? (laughs) Taking taking gifts no one wants and then stealing them from people? Is that really what sweet baby G wants us to do on his birthday? Uh, I'll ask my wife. What do you think of... Yankee Swap or White (laughs) Elephants?
2: Um, I am for it. And I am going to (laughs) reference the White Elephant game that you also referenced that the people in this room and on this call played together. The result of which was (laughs) us going home with one of those flowers that looks like an onion, but then it actually grows (laughs) into a beautiful flower. Um, I think it was Mike McFadden's contribution. your mother, Michelle McFadden, ended up taking care of that. Michelle White. <laughs> <and Wyman. laughs>
1: we have the same first name. They
2: don't. There's too many mics here.
1: <laughs> anyway, my mom
0: took care anyway, of it. It looked great. <laughs> so your your mom, not my wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um. Mike's mother ended up taking care of it. And so in a way, she got to participate in our white elephant (laughs) gift exchange.
1: Not willingly. Not
2: (laughs) willingly. But it made for a very memorable gift exchange. And I think had it not been white elephant themed, it would not have been as memorable if we had just done a secret sand or something. I think it's um, maybe the added st- stress of stealing gifts from people that makes the event more memorable. It's just that heightened emotional state <laughs> that will then help you remember the what sadness. All the gifts- yeah, <laughs> some would call it <laughs> sadness. Depends
1: <It gets laughs> on whether or not you win.
2: Um, yeah, I. So we this year, we're going to be doing a white elephant exchange at work. And the only rule is that it can't be gag gifts, they have to be useful, which kind of defeats the purpose. Um, Is
0: there a price limit,
2: there is also a price limit and it's $30. Which is kind of high. That's pretty. Pretty
1: expensive.
2: Uh, We did the same thing last year, and I think in a work setting, it's a chance to um, sort of let out all your pent up aggression towards your coworkers that you've been building up during the entire year. You can take it out on them by stealing. Um, Again, I think it made the gift giving more memorable. I remember what each person brought. I ended up walking away with an Alamo gift card, so it's not bad because they're not good.: it doesn't, it doesn't really work as well.
1: I thought um. you said Elmo. <laughs> 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 All right, Patrick, I know you have a, a family history with this game. Um, oh, yeah. What are your thoughts?
3: Uh, McFadden and I have been doing these for many, many years, even at our church. I am more of a fan. Church approved? <laughs> what was like a youth youth group. Um, I got a sled. I remember Ryan and I fought Mike and his brother Bill over the sled and we went and walked away with it. It's a good day. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I like it a little more, uh, when it is gifts that you want, if the price limit is high enough. Uh, but I like it either way. There's a fun to it either way. Um, cause it is kind of funny to see people open up bad things as long as there's a couple of things that are like just good enough that you want to steal. Um, And my favorite of these events ever was with this group when we decided to do one, one year that wasn't bad things, but, Mike's younger brother Dave did not know that so he brought a Justin Bieber singing toothbrush so he got to watch people like open up like okay gifts and then somebody opened up his toothbrush that he brought and that was
0: amazing
2: Like Justin Bieber,
0: it sang like you pushed a button and it would sing one of his songs so you could brush your teeth for the right amount of time one yeah. Justin Bieber song yeah exactly I think I ended up with that. (laughs) That's
3: awesome. I love these. We do them every year with my family. Um, And it usually ends uh, with a lot of angry, angry, Family members, yeah, and I
0: love and it. You love it, <laughs> yeah. I
3: So I'm not it's understanding that
2: emotional state. It doesn't. Well, Mike,
0: really... Mike, maybe you maybe I you can, can jump can in here and help you out. So one one Christmas we did a mcfadden Lothian family joint Christmas, and we did a white elephant gift exchange. And uh, before I get to the, the culminating event, I do want to <laughs> say I, I do always feel bad when somebody's doing their first one and they just don't get it, and then they, <laughs> get, they get the bad gift, and it's like. <laughs> what what is this like i'm walking away with a justin Bieber toothbrush like (laughs) i feel bad when that happens but not bad enough to not keep doing it Um, (laughs) so i uh think i stole a gift from pat's great aunt bobby (laughs) (laughs) who i don't think fully understood all of the rules or just thought that maybe i think maybe the lothians had, had been giving her a pass for all these years but uh I wasn't, you know, we were playing the game. And if you're going to play the game, you have to suffer the consequences. But then uh, Patrick's younger brother, Andrew, came and stole the gift from me. Even he didn't want it just to give it back to his Aunt Bobby. And then I got stuck with an Applebee's gift card (laughs) 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 that I never used. Um, Mm. And you know what? I, I was clearly the loser of the white elephant, but it was a memorable experience that I really liked. Michael, I think the reason that you don't like this is because when we played, uh, you forgot to bring your gift and I wanted the gift that you forgot to bring, which was this mug, Keep Austin. I did clear. give it to
1: you. He has
2: it? I did My give it to you. My elephant is great. Does that change your mind?
0: Well, the reason you don't like it is because you had to come back the next day before you went to the airport <laughs> to, to drop off the gift. And I think you're mm-hmm. just bitter about that exchange. I'm for these. Um, I, I don't like the name Yankee Swap, but I guess that's a regional thing. I have never heard... Dirty
3: uh, Santa? Dirty Santa,
0: yeah. Dirty Santa, yeah. I th- I've never that's heard, heard it referred Wikipedia to that. Page. Mean, I feel yeah. like somebody yeah. went and hacked that's the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. page.
1: <laughs> well... Uh, Thankfully, uh, it's my topic, so I get to talk last. <laughs> um, the thing about Christmas, whether, you, whether you're a Christian or it's a cr- religious holiday for you or not, but it's a season of gratitude, of generosity, and of love. And this favorite. game has none of that. It has the opposite. As if somebody took the idea of, okay, what is Christmas and we're gonna spend time in a room, weeks together to figure out a game that extracts anything beautiful out of Christmas and only the commercialism and the terribleness and the jealousy and the hatred and the anger and puts it in there. It's awful, I think it should be outlawed. I'm, I'm three, people, three to one here, so, so I guess as a, as a show we are for it. But I remain against. I think it's just because you're a Grinch. Or the Grinch would love Yankees <laughs> No Because <laughs> there's there's a, commu-
0: there's a sense of community And it's just like We're this everyone show everyone's sad together <laughs> Hey this show we spend a lot of time Yelling at each other <laughs> Making fun of each other Saying really mean things about each other But it comes from a p- place of love And that is what White Elephant is all We're about i also appreciate if you compliment
1: complimented me But I'll <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, do something worth complimenting And we will <laughs> All right. Well, before we wrap up for the evening, it's time for a quick lightning round this week. Uh, Michael Weinand will list a few related topics in rapid lightning like succession. And the rest of us will share our positions. Michael, who'd you like to go uh, or What order would you like us to go in? And
1: uh, what do you have for us? Yeah. So like I said, this is uh we've got a couple of, of holiday themed uh, topics uh, this week. I think uh, we'll have a few this year. Um, but uh you know, one of the other things that this show has often become is, is reviewing of strange products, um, and so I've combined those two things together, uh, we're going to review and decide if we're for or against uh, five uh, rather unique holiday items. Uh, I've uh, put them in our outline here for you to, to click on them. We're going to go in order. The first one here, I think, it, is right up our friend Patrick Lothian's alley. <laughs> These are beardaments or beard ornaments. So you don't need a Christmas tree anymore because you can just hang them on your tall friend Patrick. <laughs> uh, the picture that, you can exp- that, that you've got here is a, a, a very, very good looking man with that kind of high and tight World War II style haircut and a giant beard. Um, And he's got ornaments in there that are clearly photoshopped on. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna go uh, around the room here for the lightning round. Uh, We'll start with Patrick, then Mike, then uh, Flavia. Uh, Beardaments. Patrick, what do you think? You're the only one who actually has a beard at the moment.
3: Um, my original thought was like, oh, this is so dumb. But then I realized that it's perfect for, uh, your bad sweater party. So like, I, th- I would wear this to a bad sweater party. I think it would be a good addition outside of that against for during the party.
0: How about you, Mike? All right. Pat, your initial, um, thought I think is the correct one. Even, <laughs> Even at an ugly sweater party, I'm against these. No, thank you. And I have a beard, Mike. It's just, I couldn't hang an ornament on it. You're working on it. No, I'm, I've worked on it. This is the state of the beard that it will be in. It's just short. All right. Sorry. Well,
2: I wouldn't be able to use these, but oh, even for someone. That's well, in no, I could, yeah, I'd have to work really hard. Um, <laughs> but even for someone else, uh, I'm against, they look really painful. How do you clip them in? Uh, don't well, if work, you
3: see yeah. them versus the knockoffs. They're easy I to do use. Like Our clips
2: will pull your beard. <laughs> um, these do look like good quality ornaments, but still against.
1: I like the Amazon. They're under the theme religious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what religion that here. is, but I, yeah, it's a white elephant religion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, previously, I did uh, a, a lightning round of potato chip flavors. Uh, there's also different flavors for, for Christmas themed things here. We've got pho-flavored candy canes. And pho, yes, of course, we're referring to the v- Vietnamese soup. Uh, soup-flavored soup candy canes. Patrick, what do you think? Very against.
3: Candy canes are a specific thing. <laughs> yeah. You can't just change their flavor. No, against.
1: I' yeah. <laughs> about you, Mike?
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Candy canes should taste like candy canes or they should be called something else. Like <laughs> you could maybe like a faux shepherd's hook shaped uh, candy or something, but I've never had whatever <laughs> this is uh, in its normal state, let alone a candy cane shape. Um, I, I'm against, but also before we move on, <laughs> where did you find the website Archie McPhee's We Make Weird <laughs>
1: website? <laughs> I have a, I, I'm a, I'm a well of uh, of uh, of secrets here. Yeah, the
0: well has not run dry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Flavia.
2: Flavia, this logo is so cute. I am twenty
1: <laughs> six fifty. I
2: assume that you can put the pho candy canes in your fuzz, so it's like you know life hacks, like making you know wine ice cubes to put in your wine or whatever I think it could be kind of like that you can let them melt into your uh, what does it
1: taste like well it's the the, according to the the description it's a rich herby delight so who knows I'm sold (laughs) okay have you ever had compost no See, no,
0: no, we I've never it. I've never said this word out loud, and I'm glad I didn't go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't
1: have any blue cheese in it, so okay. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think this this one's on something I think I know you've had. Uh, the next item on the list here is KFC limited edition eleven herbs and spices fire logs by Envirolog. They make your house smell like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Patrick, are you for it?
3: Uh, so, if you look at the unwrapped version of it in the fireplace, it looks like a log covered in cold cuts. Like, it looks <laughs> gross. And I don't trust whatever's burning to make that smell that's going to then go into my lungs. I am against that. I'm for <laughs> <laughs> For exactly
0: the same reasons that Pat's against it. <laughs>
1: Lastly, it's Flavia says, it's we've got a fireplace right there. What do you think? <laughs> uh,
2: against, if they were Popeyes. <laughs> I, was before.
1: You, you're, you're I Popeyes, can support KFC. Ride or die Popeyes? Yeah. yeah. It is interesting, Patrick, that you point out that uh, it looks like it's covered in cold cuts. It does seem like they just took all the chicken leavings from a <laughs> restaurant and just <laughs> squished it together. This will so sure burn. Yeah. <laughs> Which I scroll you looking, down. If you scroll down, yeah, it, it shows up on and fire, and it just looks like <laughs> mashed up chicken bits in a log shape. That's uh, <laughs> so I'm against as well. Uh, a couple more to go here. Um, we all know about Old Saint Nick, but in uh, Central Europe, uh, they have another character uh, for the for the good kids they have old saint nick and and santa claus and for the bad kids they have krampus so this is a two-for-one we've got a krampus sweater and krampus incense patrick what do you think of these uh, krampus themed items
3: so the incense i'm very particular about my scents So I'm probably going to be against this because it's for bad children. So it probably smells bad. So no, thank you. And then I'm for that sweater. If I wear it like in the middle of July.
0: (laughs)
1: Confused people. (laughs) But you Mike.
0: Uh, I don't know enough about the Krampus tradition to uh, wear it proudly on my chest because I feel like somebody would ask me something about it and then I wouldn't have a reasonable – like it has
1: something to do with and Europe. have no desire to learn anything. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> right. So I, I support anyone who would like to wear this, but um, I just – I don't know enough. I'm, I'm too ignorant on this matter to, to wear it on my chest.
1: I'm what against fuck? Flavi, you're from Central Europe. Did you have Krampus growing up?
2: <laughs> uh, we didn't. Not, not that I know of. He never came to visit me, at least. Oh, okay. so. oh
0: you were always a good kid.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I am for the incense. Says here, it smells like frankincense, very Christmas, For mm-hmm. peppermint, and deep spices. This is all very festive to me.
3: Oh, you nice. can read. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very well
2: reviewed by 21 people. Um, the sweater looks very metal. I think I would win some ugly sweater contests with this. I am for Krampus, even though he's never come to visit me, but that's okay.
1: Uh, I like the Krampus sweater too. I think it, it's 50 bucks. So it's, it's, it's a pricey one, but it does, uh, you will stand out in those ugly Christmas parties if we are ever allowed to see each other face to face again. Uh, The Krampus uh, incense, though, does scare me a little bit. This is from the company Sea Witch Botanicals, which which is where you can get all your botanical needs for being an actual witch. This is a (laughs) drift between the lines of good and evil. The ancient spirit awaits as the night emerged. Once a year, Krampus comes with chains to punish the wicked and drag them to unspeakable realms. This incense channels a prayer to Krampus. Spewing forth ribbons of indulgent aromatics. I'm not praying to Krampus. I'm not going to have it. Not in my house. We're still Uh, in the lightning round. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm against. Uh, And then finally, uh, this is uh, one more edible item. These are edible candy shot glasses. They are exactly what you think. They are candy canes melted into the shape of shot glasses that you can then pour shots into and then eat. Patrick, how about you?
3: So the Lothians have a Christmas tradition that uh, McFadden has partaken in a couple of times, where we take a shot of Rumple Mints uh, uh, Christmas Eve. Um, we used to do it after the midnight church service, and now we just do it whenever and all day, all day,
2: <laughs> Christmas and or
3: no. the sunrise. Now the Power Hour. <laughs> now that we're all spread out, um, well, I guess mostly me. Now that I have spread away, um, we do this, still try to do this, like, over video. Or if my brother's, like, with his in-laws, we do this over video. So I like um, – it's a very powerful shot. So I like the idea of after taking it to then be able to suck on some candy cane. That's, like, the perfect aftertaste for a rumple shot. So I'm four.
1: Cool. All right.
0: Um, if these tasted like pho, then maybe, but
1: otherwise – <laughs>
0: Just kidding. No, I think that these would be, I don't know. I, I feel like this would end up being a really sticky mess. Yeah. And so I, I think that the, I think this is a good idea on paper. I think in practice you end up being like, now I can't, no, what am I supposed to do with this?
3: What if you're taking shots of non-alcoholic bourbon?
0: <laughs> Definitely not in that 30-74. case. <laughs> um, you know, what, if this was a, a peppermint bark, shot glass cuz then you could pop the whole thing in your mouth but mm-hmm. here you're just like a sticky mess so i'm against this Make it peppermint bark come in
1: all right flavia
2: i'm against mike's right too sticky probably too sticky on your fingers and also they would stick to each other i would think i don't how do you present these
1: i think we have to find out one way <Yeah>. Uh, Only $30.
3: Yeah, Only
1: yeah. six left in
2: stock. Yeah, for a yeah, shot glass. Very popular. Six <laughs> shots just, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I am against strictly because how are you going to eat this thing? Like, it, Your mouth. I know. But am I <laughs> like, going to put the whole thing in my mouth and I have to suck on this peppermint thing for a minute and a half? <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I am against. Such concludes our lightning, not so lightning round. If you are Re- still real listening. quick,
3: Flavia oh. <laughs> sounded pretty upset that she couldn't do the beardaments, but the hmm. beardaments people bring you light up ornaments for your hair.
1: Oh, okay. Oh.
3: So get in on that.
2: Okay.
3: I'll, I'll look that up. <laughs> are we done, Pat? Nope. Uh,
0: <laughs> what else I got? Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, see. Customers who bought that also. <laughs> If you're still listening, please consider telling a friend about For or Against, and if you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, tell a, a friend about this show. I know I just said that, but hey, that, that's how people learn about this show, and then we'll keep doing it. We'd also love to hear about any topics that you're for or against or undecided on via Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, or our Facebook page at For or Against Pod. We just might feature them on a future episode. For now, we definitely thanks will. for listening. Like, we, 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 we definitely totally will. Yeah.
1: Bye. <laughs> Just hold friends on the podcast, we build a defence On ridiculous topics, are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against? So turn the volume up, this is for or against?